Damer. Tune in Sunday at 3 o'clock for the rebroadcast of Attacking Faulty Reasoning or get it wherever you get your podcast. This is WEHC Emory and WISE FM Wise, also heard in Big Stone Gap, Clintwood, Pound, Norton, St. Paul, and worldwide at WEHCFM.com. Support for WEHC comes from Tom Graham and Kyle King of Edward Jones Investments, 126 East Main Street, Marion. The market's ups and downs can keep you guessing, especially if you're near retirement. Your Edward Jones financial advisor can help prepare you for what lies ahead. More information at edwardjones.com or by calling 276-783-4448. Edward Jones, member SIPC. It's time now for a special edition of Keys to the Game, and your host for the evening, color commentator, Gary Lester, is joined by head football coach Kurt Newsom in anticipation of the April 15th spring game here at Emory and Henry College. And hello, football fan, and we're back for another edition of Keys to the Game. It's the show that tries to give you an inside look at WASP Football. I'm your host, Gary Lester, and I'm joined in the studio, as always, by head football coach, Kurt Newsom. And coach, thanks for being here again. Well, thanks for having me. Glad to be here. It's always fun to be here and talking with you, Coach. I really enjoy it, and I hope our listeners do, too. Um, last week, we talked about recruiting, and I know that's still ongoing. That's a never-ending battle, I'm sure. It doesn't stop. That wins games. <laughs> <laughs> yes. One of the things we talked about, and I don't, we didn't really hit on it that much, but uh, you you have recruited eight offensive linemen. I think one of those through the portal, the rest of them, but maybe more because you have recruited more. But I was looking at the size of that line. That that is not an ODAC offensive line anymore, is it? No, it's probably the biggest difference when you come out and watch our practice, uh, as far as uh, you know, going Division Two, and uh, you know, I we've. Our first group right now, now Ricky Dotson is hurt, but mm-hmm. you know he he weighs three thirty seven at the at the right tackle, and then then uh, at the at the right guard, uh, Sage is a is he's three hundred and eleven pounds, and Noah was probably the strong. I mean, uh, uh, Noah was probably the strongest guy at Virginia Tech. He's a transfer from Tech, and uh, that's his weight. And our centers are uh, one of our small guys. He's he's 287. And then our, our left guard, uh, Deshaun Sharp, is uh, 342 pounds, and he's lost weight since he's been here. And he's had a great, great spring. Yeah. And, and uh and then uh, we've Marvion Newton, who started all last year. He's about he's the the smallest of all of them. He's two two eighty. And then we've got a transfer from Maryland, who's had a great spring from the University of Maryland, and he's uh, he's three hundred and forty pounds. So it's a lot of beef up there. <laughs> it sure is. And the, and the ones you have coming in, I did a little math this afternoon. I mean, the average you're out. I, Average recruiting offensive lineman is six four approximately, and coming in at an average of two hundred and seventy five pounds. And these are high schoolers I'm talking about, and you know they're going to get bigger. And and when they get in uh, your weight program, it's going to add even more weight. Oh yeah, them. and that 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 happens. I mean, actually, you know, when I was in Blacksburg, we we converted so many tight ends that were were two hundred and fifty pound tight ends 
that became 295-pound uh, offensive linemen. And, I mean, that you, 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 we call it growing your own. You know, get them in the <laughs> weight room and get them bigger. Yeah. Well, now, we talking about recruiting, it's ongoing. You guys are still out there. Um, and I know you're also working the portal. You mentioned something last week about the fact that the portal will open back up um, for Division One. Is that Division One May fifteenth is when those guys go in, and they, you know there's going to be a ton because spring they get disappointed at uh, where they are on the depth chart and those type of things. But in Division Two and uh, Three, I mean they can go in at any time. So we we keep a close eye on it, and we're gonna we're gonna eventually get us a a, a portal. Uh, well, they've, they're having companies now that send you information more than on the on the portal, mm-hmm. and you get the film automatically, and you get their high school film, and so oh. there's groups doing that now, and uh, we're eventually going to subscribe to one of those. It's kind of like a LinkedIn or Indeed uh, job search. <laughs> yeah, uh, no they, question. That sounds like. And it's 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 gotten crazy. And uh, you know they can go in the portal at any time unless they're Division One. And uh, you know there's usually a reason. And so you've got to you know you've got to call people you know, and that's to find out about a guy because you know that's important. You mm-hmm. don't you don't need a cancer in your program. But, you know, if you find a player that and, – and what I've told you in the past, too, is, you know, a quarterback, you can definitely find a quarterback because mm-hmm. there's only one quarterback. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's you can sometimes find a running back because most people now are playing with one running back. But there's not as many offensive linemen, defensive linemen, because right. those guys are, are still playing and nobody wants them to leave. But uh, so we get it, and uh, we we think we've done good in the portal uh, this this January because we've got some guys on the field uh, right now mm-hmm. that we think are going to help us from from the portal. The this portal, do you? I, it's kind it's kind of turned things on its head. You know, you talked about the fact that quarterbacks and receivers are in. There's lots of those, and, but the, it's put a premium on. The offensive and defensive lines has it. I mean, that's just it's it's kind of turned things on its head. Oh yeah, it, it's different because there's not as many that go in from that position, and uh, you know that's the position everybody that wins and loses football games. You know, yeah. I mean, I I felt like when we were in the ODAC, we had skilled people that could play anywhere. And, uh, you right. know, with Grayson Overstreet and Devontae Jordan and all that. But the biggest difference in us transitioning is uh, the offensive and defensive lines. Yeah. And you mentioned that last year when we talked about what to expect in this um, Division Two and this South Atlantic Conference. You talked about the trenches are where the big difference is. And it, and it showed up in in our season last year and no question i mean we were still able to throw the ball and in fact threw it for more yards but that that running game got we got cut down in half and and big part of that i thought was just what you said that yeah uh, the the defensive lines in this league have uh, really impressed me you know I, when i was uh, before i was in blacksburg i was at at uh, jmu and 
you know, a lot of these lines, I feel like they could have <laughs> they could have been one double A football players. So, uh, and I know one in particular, Wingate could sh- they they should have been. <laughs> so, yes, they should. So, have. Uh, but it, it's you know it's tough every Saturday, but uh, you know that's that's why you do it, and mm-hmm. that's why you recruit, and that's why you coach. Well, speaking of uh, tough every Saturday, uh, a couple of weeks ago, Joe Matthews uh, on GoWasp.com released the uh, 2023 schedule. I wanted to talk with you a little bit about that, and not the entire schedule. I mean, you, folks, you can see that on uh, GoWasp.com. Uh, but uh, let's talk about some of those. I mean, we start off um, on the 2nd of uh, September up in Athens, uh, West Virginia, with the uh, Concord Mountain Lions. They finished 9-2 and two last year only behind Notre Dame College in that Mountain East. Um, their biggest win was against Frostburg State. Well, take take that back. Their biggest win was here when they beat us. Yeah, no question. <laughs> but they did beat Frostburg State, who did beat Notre Dame, and I, they thought they should have had a shot at the playoffs. But, uh, boy, that's going to be a tough opener, is it not? No question. They, I mean, that's a 9-2 and two football team that beat us by – what six points or mm-hmm. whatever it was, and uh, you know we 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 know they're well coached and they they do a great job, and uh, you know it's big to get out of the gates with a win. But uh, you know I I remember it like it was yesterday. We go out on the field and they're saying y'all they're screaming y'all are Division three y'all are <laughs> Division three, but I think we showed them we weren't Division three. Oh, and yeah. we were going to make the transition, and it was going to work out for us. And um, hopefully, we get to uh, a level where uh, we can we can handle Concord on a on a regular basis. Well, now they've got that running back, um, he uh, Gerard Bo- Bo- Bowie. Excuse me. Uh, he was. Uh, did you realize he was a Harlan Hill finalist, award finalist? Harlan Hill, of course, folks, is the Heisman of. Division two, but he was the Super Region one finalist, uh, All American, and unfortunately for us, he's back. Unless well, he's transferred. Hopefully, he's transferred, but we'll find out when we get there. But uh, no, I, I, you know, I, I thought defensively we did a really good job against those guys, and you know, our, our problem was the red zone and goal line, mm-hmm. and uh, so hopefully we do a better job next year, but. And I think we will, and uh, I feel good about us play, playing up there. And uh, the last time I went up there, uh, I played there, and mm. that wasn't good either. <laughs> so, But I, I, th- I think it might work out better. We got better players than Kurt Dusen. <laughs> well, we had a tough stretch there when they actually went to NAI and started recruiting, paying money for and we were here still in Division Three, And, yeah, the, the field was – uh, slanted a little bit in their favor. Well, then we go back to West Virginia on the following Saturday for a 1 o'clock kick at Mitchell Stadium with Bluefield State. Don't know a lot about them. I don't know if you've had a chance to look much at them. Don't don't know yet. We're, we're, we'll soon exchange film, but uh, don't know anything about them. But uh, actually, it, you know, Bluefield dropped us, and, and they dropped us and picked up apprentice school. And uh, I let Dewey know I was not happy about that, and uh, but that's okay. And uh, 
but we were going to play 11 games because mm-hmm. I, I, we wanted to, and it's it's for our kids. So we, we'll eventually uh, exchange film and find out a little more about them. But uh, I just appreciate it because I offered to pay them some money to come over here and play. Bluefield. Because of our our home and away situation mm-hmm. because we're on the road so much. And uh, they would they would have had the same situation, and uh, they said they said no, and we needed the game so bad. I said okay, well, we'll 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 take it. So yeah. we'll see how it goes. And you know they they had pl- I think they played eight games last year, and uh, so they're they're a startup program that was, you know. Pretty good. They beat the Apprentice School. The Apprentice School beat Bridgewater in the bowl game. Bridgewater was the second place team in the ODAC, and we all know the ODAC can play football. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's uh, that'll be exciting to go over there. So we've got two West Virginia schools right out of the blocks, and we'll see if we can get off to a good start. Well, and then the next week uh, on the 16th, you get back on the uh, Greyhound, the uh, as some people call it, the Dirty Dog, and we're going to Newberry to play the conference uh, defending champion uh, Wolves, um, who, you know, they did beat Wingate last year, and they also beat Mars Hill for the championship. They did not get a chance to go to the uh, playoffs, but Coach Todd Knight's coming back for his – this will be his 15th season, but I believe it's something like his 20 – second or 23rd at Newberry. He's got a really good program down there, does he not? Oh, he is. and He's one of my best friends in the conference. He's an easy guy to talk to. Uh, He he enjoyed coming to Emory, and probably because we missed a field goal in Mm. the first overtime. But, no, he – he he does a great job, and he was very good to me and welcomed me to the the SAC conference, and I appreciate him, and him and I are, are friends, and I, I, I text him and talk to him about different situations. So, uh, and you know, they're the class of the league right now for the last two years. I mean, they won it last year, didn't go to the playoffs. The year before, they won it and went to the playoffs. So, yeah. Last two years they've won it. He's doing a great job, and uh, I've got a lot of respect for him, and uh, I appreciate his friendship. Well, now, uh, we were talking earlier, and you told me this. I did not – Mario Anderson was All-American running back. He also was a finalist. He was a finalist out of Super Region 2 for the Harlan Hill Award. Um, he's gone, though. He transferred to South Carolina, uh-huh. and uh, – so he probably went up a little bit, Southeast Conference. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we had to tackle him out on our field. And uh, we did some <laughs> yeah. because it was, it was a heck of a game. So, But, you know, the, the young man uh, deserved to make the move. I'm sure there's some NIL involved, and uh, that's the way of the world right, right. now. And uh, good football player. Oh gosh, yeah, all American. Yeah, I mean, he's all American. That, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you watch South Carolina in game one that he's not getting the football. I, I would not surprise me at all. And I looked at uh, Coach Knight's uh, websites. Look at their signing date. 
30 recruits they signed on their signing date, and they may have more. Uh, but this is an interesting thing because it sounds like he's trying to do exactly what you're trying to do here. It, it, all 30 were from South Carolina. Uh, South Carolina's good football. Yeah. and I mean, there's no question about it. It's a smaller state than Virginia. So we, we feel like, uh, you know, we can if, – if we own Virginia – we can win football games, and I'm sure his philosophy is the same thing. Mm-hmm. If if we own South Carolina, we're, we're going to win. I mean, for a state that small to have a Clemson and a South Carolina being yep. successful. And Furman's I mean, in there, and, too. And, and, so oh, and Furman in 1AA and, and Wofford in 1AA, all that goes together. And, uh, yeah. you know, if, if you've y- – y- and you need to recruit. Uh, to your fan base, you know, I thought Coach Beamer said it best. He said, uh, I want the parents to be able to drive up here on Saturday mm, that is really and be important. with their son. And, I, you know, that means something to me. Mm-hmm. And so if we sign Virginia kids, uh, you know, that's that's important to me. Well, Coach, we're going to take a, a quick break. When we come back, we're going to look at Wingate and also take a look at uh, our Catawba, which, uh, you know, another one of those schools down in North Carolina. Uh, but, folks, we're going to take a quick break from listen and hear from our sponsors. We'll be right back. This is Brendan Blevins, the host of Live in Appalachia, the show dedicated to exploring and answering your questions about all aspects of agrarian life. Join me Friday at 1 p.m. for Living Appalachia. And we're back. Coach, uh, we get back from Newberry, and finally, 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 we get a home game on the 23rd of September, but unfortunately that is going to be Wingate. Um, we were we beat them last year, their first uh, Division II win. Um but they went on into the playoffs. They lost in the championship of uh, Super Region 2 to West Florida. Uh, they beat Virginia Union and Benedict to advance. Um, Joe Reich is their head coach. It would be his 22nd year. Uh, boy, they've, they've got a good program down there as well. Do they no not? question. They went to the final eight, and we beat them. And it would have probably been one out of 30 that we would have beat them. And uh, but it was one of those nights, and uh, you know we want to get to that level where they're at and where they're playing at, and I, I think we can. But it's going to take a minute now. I mean, don't. I hope everybody doesn't think we'll get there tomorrow. But uh, we're heading in that direction, and uh, he does a great job. He's a yeah, he laid-back coach, uh, nothing like me. <laughs> but uh but he's he's he does a really good job and uh like i say they they're, they're a really good football team i wish we'd play him at patrick henry <laughs> <laughs> yeah when he gets all he may they may not be too happy about uh, no the, i don't uh, think they're happy about what happened last year yeah. so we'll see what happens well they probably they, you will definitely have a target on your back when they come to town there's no mm-hmm. doubt about that um they, they were stunned and shocked i i read a something about they signed 41 players and Wright uh made a had a comment about how 
what a fantastic group of young men they uh, have now or they got with this recruiting. They've added strength and depth to both offensive line, and I know uh, Coach Wellenhofer will not be happy to read that. Yeah, no, Coach, Coach Wellenhofer does a great job with our offensive line, but let me tell you what, uh, Vince Lombardi couldn't have coached, but it's their <laughs> defensive line any better than Josh did, I promise you. But it's it's they were really, really good on defense a year ago. Even in the game they lost to West Florida, they gave up less than 300 yards. I mean, they're, they're really good. And so. West Florida is was a prolific offensive uh, football team. Uh, no question. The, the Well, so we, we finally have a home game, but we get back on the bus on the 30th, and uh, we go to Catawba. Catawba finished 0-9 last year, 0-5 in the uh, in the Piedmont division, but uh, they and they let their head coach go. They brought in a guy by the name of Tyler Hayes, who was the offensive coordinator at Shepherd University, and and they went to the they won Super Region One playoffs, and got put out by the Colorado School of Mines. Uh, did, this guy Tyler Hayes, do you know him or anything about him? Well, I, I'm, the head coach there is a great friend of mine at Shepherd, and I know if he coached with him, then he's been well schooled, because. Uh, uh, coach used to come to my place at, in Blacksburg and hang out, and uh, came to JMU when I was there, and uh, he d- he does a great job, and uh, so I know I know this young man uh, gets it, and he's been he's been in a great program for a lot of years, so they're they're going to be better. I mean that's that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So. So we'll we'll see how that goes, and he's he's a fairly young guy, and uh, we'll we'll see, and uh, yeah, hopefully we come out on the good end. Well, he, he certainly uh, the Catawba had to they let their head coach go, who was an All American at Catawba, All American linebacker, and uh, he had been there, I believe, about ten almost ten years, and I know that was a hard decision for them to do, but the program was just not going in the right direction this Tyler Hayes uh, from what I've seen has a lot of winning tradition that he's been a part of so that's going to speak well for for the Catawba Indians well so we come back we finish up the second half of the season we're going to talk about that next week we'll talk about UVA Wise and Mars Hill Tuscan Carson Newman Erskine and Limestone but boy coach you know Carson Newman and uh, Lenore Ryan used to be the – it was either one of them that was always in the playoffs in this uh, SAC conference. But, boy, taking on Newberry and Wingate in a row is a, is a tough way to go in the early oh, part of gosh. the season. It's tough for Notre Dame, <laughs> <laughs> much less Emory and Henry. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're good football teams. Uh, well coached and, uh, I mean, all the above. Yeah. I mean, one of them won the conference. One of them went to the final eight. You know, it, it's 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 football, the real deal. Yeah, and we've got to catch up. You know, we haven't been given scholarships for a hundred years. Mm-hmm. You know, we're 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 on year two, two, two yeah. and a half maybe, because we didn't even start giving them till after the signing date the first year. So I count that as a half year. So we've been giving them two. So I mean, we're gonna keep working, and uh, we're gonna catch up on this league. Yeah. Well, I think you're uh, front-end loaded 
on this on this schedule. I mean, I think I, Concord's got a, a nine and two last year. You know, Newberry won the championship. Win game. I mean, your front end. I think your hardest part of the schedule is going to be in that front end. Oh, out of the blocks, no yeah. question. Let me ask you about red shirts because we've talked about this. You, they can play now. A freshman can play up to three games, and then he can still be red shirted. Can you? Like, can you pick those three games? Like, does it have to be? Like, no, we can pick them pick completely. Them. And it it kind of depends on the position and what what I've told our coaches how we're going to work it mm-hmm. is if we've got a guy that and we're we're say we're thin in a position, okay? If we're thin in that position, mm-hmm. let's play them. Let's hold it and try to play them late. Okay. If we're deep in a position, let's go ahead and play them the first three because we've got better replacements. Okay. That makes so, sense. I mean, so that's that's our plan. Mm-hmm. And I you know, I I think that's the way it needs to be handled. Yeah. And uh so, you know, if you've got a young guy that and you don't have any tight ends, don't play him. And wait till the end. And if you've got, you know, if early on, if you've got five offensive tackles, which we don't have, mm. you you would say, hey, play this guy. Let's, let's see what he can do on film. So that I mean, okay. that's that's kind of how it works. And 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 it's really important to a program like ours. Whereas you take Wingate or Newberry or Mars Hill. Uh, that might or, or limestone that might not be so important to them, is it? That three games because no, they're probably going to redshirt them anyway. They, yeah, but it's important to us. Yeah, uh, right now as we as we grow, well, we're we're coming down to the end of our program. I want to just touch briefly on spring practice. I think you've had you've got eleven of the fifteen practices mm-hmm. in 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 the books now. Uh, only four more, and one of those is the game on on the fifteenth Saturday, one o'clock game. Offensively. Uh, if you can, like, what are the pros that you that you're, you're things you're happy with, and what are some of the things you wish you could see improvement in offensively? We've put in a couple new runs that I really feel good about, and we needed it, so mm-hmm. that would that's been good. And then uh, uh, our quarterbacks have been really good. They're getting older, Charles and, Mutter and Kyle. Yeah, Short. they've they've been really good. So that's that's been fun. And then uh, you know we've got a deep receiver room. So on that side of the ball, it's been good. And that, and that's where I spend most of the time. Defensively, uh, you know Caleb Lundy, and we've got Andre Crawley, and uh, Rashid Ellis has had a great spring, and so. That's kind of where we are. Rashid is defensive end? Tackle. Tackle, excuse me. So going back to the offense, then we'll go back over to the defense. What are some things that you would like to see improved or you think you need to improve before you tie on uh, Concord, Newberry, Wingate? Well, we need to throw the ball more efficiently. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, our percentage at the last scrimmage was 61 and 61. We'd like to get that. Towards seventy, and um, so that w- that was an issue. And then defensively, too many big plays, and so you know we, you got to shut that out. But that's where we are. Mm-hmm. And 
I like where we are. We, we've maintained some health. You know, in spring practice, you know, you got an older guy. He doesn't need to take 80 snaps. No, you know? no. So, you know, what, what we're trying to do is find out what younger ones can play. And I, th- I think we've identified a lot of that. So that's kind of where we are. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, and you, uh, you've you mentioned a couple of your quarterbacks had a good uh, spring, uh, Rasheed Ellis, and you mentioned uh, others. Any other spring uh, standouts in the spring that you think have had a particularly good spring? Clayton yeah. Allen has transferred from University of Maryland. I think he's had one. Andre Crawley is uh, from Wagner. I think he's, he's – we've got two mid-year guys that have uh, – shown uh, they they can play at this level and uh you know that's that's been big for us and uh then we've had some younger guys that you know uh Deshaun Sharp has had a great great spring now Deshaun what was he his, was already here what's his position left guard mm-hmm. and he's 337 340 whatever he is but he probably came here at 370 so he's lost a lot of weight. And I'll, I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you what describes Deshaun. He would leave class last year on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, and uh, he would be late to come come to practice. At 3.40, I am not running from Van Dyke to the field house. He sprinted the whole way. And that's that's who he is. Wow. And that's how he plays. So mm. that means a lot to me. Now you're running back, we lost we lost a, a, one of the best run backs we've had, you know. So how is that position looking? Well, you know, we Justin has been hurt too. Oh, so, I didn't know that. Yeah, Justin fractured his ankle. So he he's going to eventually be okay. But we've got a running back from uh, UVA wise. Jaquan is has had a great summer. He he was from UVA wise. Our last one from UVA wise was pretty good. Uh, Devonte, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, hello. And uh, Jaquan two years ago had 150 yards against Wingate. Jeez. And I promise you. And he didn't play last year because he was was injured or ineligible. No, because when you transfer within conference, mm-hmm. you're not eligible. I see. But if you've got a graduate, you you can. Okay. And so, so he'll he he'll be in. Oh, there. he's had a great spring. Great. Well, Coach, that's going to do it for us uh, this uh, this week. I really appreciate your time. Uh, we'll be back next week, folks, uh, for another look. And next week we're going to dive into spring practice a little bit more. And we'll also talk about the second half of the upcoming season and also our recruiting activities once the spring practice is over. So thank you for listening, everyone, and so long. <laughs>